Hello, Willow Creek Ward. This is Lynn McKinley, and I'm really excited to be with you today and share the thoughts and insights and experiences of my guests, plural. But first, I want to express to you my gratitude for listening to the podcast, for being willing to be a part of the podcast and share your story. Uh, it's so fun for me and such a privilege for me to to hear how your journey's been and to see how life has treated you and what you've learned and especially about your own faith development in your own life. Today, I'm really excited. We have four high school graduates from Willow Creek Ward this year and I've got two of them. I've got Brooklyn Anderson. Thank you for being here, Brooklyn. Of course. And I've got Sawyer Whipperman. Thank you, Sawyer. I want you to know that I have spent most of my young, my adult life being a young woman leader, but haven't for the past probably 10 years. And so I have not had the privilege of being with you and, and watching you, you know, from your 12 year old. Is it still a beehive? Are you, are you beehive? Not anymore. All <laughs> right. So to see you grow over those years from 12 to 18, it goes so fast and then you change so much. But I want you to be able to share your experiences and your growth and development um, before you head off in your life. So first of all, um, I want to know uh, about being a high school. Your graduation was last Wednesday, right? Uh-huh. It was a great day. Brooklyn was telling me a little bit. Yes, it was a very nice day. Wonderful day. Are you mostly excited, a little excited, a little scared to be a high school graduate? Tell me some of your thoughts. Sawyer, let's start with you. Um, I'm excited. Like, I'm excited to go to college, to meet new people, to try new things. Um, I'm scared to leave my family. Sure. And, you know, be on my own, but I'm mostly excited. Good. And where are you headed? Um, I'm going to BYU Provo. Are you? Okay, good. Now, do you have any idea of what you'll be studying? Um, I'm thinking about doing some sort of engineering, oh. maybe civil or mechanical. Wonderful. You'll and, always have a job. Yeah. And I also made the cheer team there, so I'll be cheering. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Did you cheer in high school? I did. I cheered on my high school team the first three years, and then I did a club all-star team my senior year. Wow, so you'll be a BYU cheerleader. Oh my gosh, go Cougars. That's fantastic. Oh, now what, do you start in the summer? We going have, to camp or? Yeah, we have a week of practice in July, uh -huh. mid July, and then we start beginning of August. Perfect. All right, Brooklyn, tell me how you feel about graduating and do you have butterflies that day? Or? <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Um, Actually, I'm mostly scared to to move on. Um, <laughs> Thank you for your honesty. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I think it's like 75% terrified Nerves. and yeah. maybe like the other 25% is exciting. But yeah. Um, yeah, I'm very much a creature of habit. So a whole new like place to live and living on my own and, you know navigating through a whole new chapter in my life is very terrifying to me so it's gonna be it's gonna be a definitely a new new experience um i am heading up to byu idaho and i will be studying biomedical sciences it's kind of byui's like pre-med path so i'm hoping to be a doctor of some sorts um 
so we'll see. I'm nervous about that too, because I've heard from several people that, that is a very hard major, so we'll see if I stick with it. Um. Well, let me tell you, I think Cherry Creek High School prepares you for college really well. I've had four kids graduate from Cherry Creek and they went on to college and they felt and then said, gee, this is easier than, oh, than high school. <laughs> yeah, I've heard um, that. I think you have been at a little junior college the last four years and lots of great opportunities, academic and otherwise, but college mm -hmm. is a little different and you'll, I think you'll just do fantastic. Thank you. That sounds really, really exciting. I want to, before I get into kind of your development, just ask a little bit about you because I don't know you that well. Tell me some of your favorite things. Brooklyn, let's start with you. Okay. Tell me some of your favorite music or movies or what you like to do, TV shows, um, hobbies. Sawyer's laughing at me right now because my I love country music, but no one else likes it in my friend group, so they, they all just, fun of her. They just make fun of me. Yeah, me too. I love country music. <laughs> so uh, I actually just went to a fun country concert last weekend. It was great. Um, I... Do you have a favorite country song right now? Um, it's called Doing This by Luke Combs. Okay, I'm going to have to, I'm making yeah. a note of that, Doing This. Yeah. Okay. Um, I enjoy watching TV. That's my, like, guilty pleasure. I probably watch too much TV, but... <laughs> favorite show? Uh, there's so many. Um, Do you like comedies or... I like dramas. Dramas, so, so Crazy Anatomy. Crazy Anatomy. That was about to come out, so yeah. that's kind of... Fueling your medical um, aspirations, yeah. Criminal Minds, you know, all the good juicy dramas. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Um, <sighs> yeah, I'm currently a nanny for this family that works or lives in Cherry Hills. Um, and I found them through Lindsay Mendenhall, so really? thank you to her. Um, You've got a good paying job. I do, yeah. It is def it's definitely trying sometimes. <laughs> Well, um. you were you were watch my granddaughters, so you are an excellent with children. Thank you, yeah. thank you. So that's that's where I'm working right now, and I plan to continue that through the summer. Um, Those are great jobs. Is it yeah. full time or no? It won't be full time. Perfect. Give you a little downtime yeah. with your friends and family. Yeah. Sawyer, tell us a little bit about you. What do you enjoy? Um. Well, obviously, I like cheer because yeah. I'm doing that, but um. Normally that takes up most of my free time, so this summer's been weird because I don't have to do it. Um, I like to spend a lot of time with my family because I have a baby brother who's almost two, so I spend a lot of time with him. I play with him a lot, and I, don't know, I like to play games a lot with my family, like board games, card games. Do you have a favorite board game? I don't know. I can't, I can't. Just anything? Yeah. Any kind of cards? I love playing cards. Yeah. Now, tell us and share with us some of the exciting things going on with your family this very day. <laughs> um, well, my mom is 37 weeks pregnant today with my fifth brother. <laughs> and we've all come at 37 weeks, so today might be the day. She's in labor right now. Possibly. And you're watching your phone <laughs> yes. to see if she's going to be running to the hospital. Yes, we'll see if, we'll see if it happens. If, do you know if this is a boy or a girl? It's a boy. It's a boy. Fifth brother. Oh, fifth brother. You just yes. said that. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. That's all right. That is so... Ex well, of course, you'd probably enjoy a sister yeah, at this point, but brothers are fun and you, yes. and you know them. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, I want to spend a little time kind of looking back on what shaped and developed you. And I think 
Um, board members would love to hear that, and your parents and, and your some of your young women leaders and your seminary teachers. But I want to talk about, first and foremost, about your family and your parents and so forth and how they've shaped you. Maybe one or two things that they've done or maybe they didn't do, that they avoided doing, that you really appreciate now that you're looking mm-hmm. back. How about you, Sawyer? Um, well, I think one thing is they made it really, like, they became my friends. Like, they made it easy to talk to them and stuff. So, like, we moved around kind of a lot. And them, like, being close to me and being my friends made it easier to cope with change and, I don't know, have someone to be there always. And also, they didn't really let me have social media until this year. And that helped me to be more, like, grounded, I think, and closer to my family, which helped a lot, I'm going to ask you guys about social media down the road because I think it's such a huge thing in uh, your life. So thank you for bringing that up. So no social media until you were a senior in high school. Pretty much. Um, I'm sure you had a phone, right? Yeah. Okay. But no social, no Facebook, no Instagram, nothing. Mm-hmm. No. Nope. Love it. I- I'm sure you texted, right? <laughs> yeah, I texted and, and phone. Brooklyn, how about you? How have your parents um, helped shape you? You know, my, I'm very grateful that my parents taught me hard work because they've always emphasized that. And growing up and, like, seeing how other people have grown up, like, I've seen some of my friends who don't know how to work hard, and I'm just grateful that I know how to work hard and that I'm prepared to go into the world with um, a hardworking mindset. So I'm very thankful for that because it has helped me a lot through my studies at school and... Um, work um wow i think they're probably shedding a tear or two right now <laughs> i think that's a great thing that you can give your kid is that work ethic yeah uh, get your head in life um talk to me a little bit about young women's um you've how has that played a role in your life you've have you been here since you were 12 Mm-mm. no okay where were you before uh we lived in santiago chile oh did you really mm-hmm. What took you there? Uh, My dad works in mining, so it's had us move around a lot. Okay. Very good. Um, I'm sure you had a young women's program down there, and you both come from active families. Tell me how young women has come to help shape you. Yeah, Um, go ahead, sir. Okay. Um, I think it's been nice to, like, learn about the gospel with people my age and, like, with similar circumstances as me, like, being around other young women who are going through similar things and like are at the same point in life. I think it's been easy to like connect with each other and learn together and help me grow my faith like in a more meaningful manner. Yeah. I like that. Wonderful. Brooklyn. I just love that all of my young women's leaders that I've had, um, they've been so great. And especially like my first few years, I think Marie Stevenson was the president and I just adore her. Um, and just their examples of their testimony and their faith really helped build mine. Um, and so while I've relied on them, I've also built my own testimony and they have helped me through that. And I really appreciate everything that they do. Well, I'm going to get back to that if we don't touch that. I just Mm -hmm. want to ask about seminary, um, Talk to me. Have you both graduated from seminary? We did. Yeah, if you're going to BYU, you have to. Yeah. Right? Um, 
tell me a little bit how seminary has shaped you. Go ahead, Brooklyn. I love seminary. Seminary was probably one of the best parts of my day. Um, of course, like when my first alarm goes off, I'm like, oh, I do not want to wake up and go to seminary. But sure. by the time I get there, it's great. The people there have become my very best friends all throughout high school. Um, and our teachers are just fantastic. Her dad has been our teacher for the last um, two years. And what I love about him is that he really relates to us and tries to have real conversations with us. And it's easy to talk to him um, about anything we want. Uh, and so that has helped build a relationship and he's built it with everyone in the seminary class and which has helped all of us become closer and we're just learning the gospel together and studying and praying um we also this these past two years we've had um sister woolly from the green village ward she has been our teacher mm -hmm. and one thing i loved that she did she did a prayer role every day so anybody that wanted a prayer extra thoughts could put their name on the board and then someone at the end of the class would pray for everyone and I got, like, I would feel the spirit every time she did that, and it's just a great way to start the day to know that one of my peers has is thinking of me, and my teachers are thinking of me, and my Heavenly Father is thinking of me. It was, it was lovely. Wow. That is amazing and fantastic. I wish every wish every young man or young woman your age could have that experience, right? Yeah. To go to high school feeling that kind of team behind them mm -hmm. with love and good thoughts. That's that's wonderful. Thank you, Brooklyn. How, well, your dad's the seminary teacher, yeah. so there wasn't really much of a choice there, and you had a ride every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, tell me about your experience in seminary. Um, well, I agree with everything Brooklyn just said. Like, I really liked the prayer, prayer roll, and I liked that. Like before, there's a lot of people that came late. So like before class every day, we just kind of talked to the teachers and talked to each other. And I think mm -hmm. that was really nice because it like connected us before we'd start yeah. learning about the gospel and it kind of just made it easier. And I also liked going every morning because it would kind of force me in a way sure. to read the scriptures because sometimes our lives get really busy and really crazy and it's hard to find that time to focus just on the scriptures and focus on growing your faith and reading. And so I thought that was nice to have something, like an assigned time every day where I'm like just focusing on the gospel and to do it with people who I'm friends with and make those connections at the same time was really nice. It sounds to me or it seems to me that your dad was really able to convey his interest in each of the students. Mm -hmm. And there's a little saying, they'll never know how much you care, how much you know, then they will never care about how much you know until they know how much you care. And that's really the first message that needs to be conveyed as a teacher is, yeah. I really care about you. And that your dad would spend time, you know, at the beginning of class each day to just kind of listen, probably. And mm -hmm. and then you can kind of tailor, you know, the class discussion to meet some of those needs. Yeah, I love that. he would totally do that. Um, he also would sort of force us to do our own devotionals for the mm -hmm. class. So... Um, for me, that helped me develop because I'm, I was pretty shy, um, but I think I've definitely come out of my shell more, and I th thank him for that because a lot of the times he'd just be like, okay, Brooklyn, go up there and give us a spiritual thought. You have like five minutes to prepare, 
And so it would force you to, you know, kind of face your fear of public speaking a little bit. Right. And by the end, like, he didn't even call on me because he said I was too, like, I didn't have a reaction to going up there. Oh, he was looking <laughs> he for was someone. Looking for a reaction. Yeah. Okay. Um, but... Yeah, I, I liked being able to share my experiences with everyone, and I liked hearing everyone else's experiences. It made the class more personal. That we have such a program starting at such a young age in the church to develop kind of leadership and um, qualities, such as standing up and speaking. You know, you think of yeah. primary, and what are you, three or four, and you're, you're sharing something, right? Yeah. I, it is such a leg up that so many of your you know non-LDS peers by by and large don't have that opportunity really is just a wonderful thing that will pay dividends you know yeah, your whole life totally if i was to ask you what aspect of the gospel has impacted your faith development your faith in christ the most um kind of ask this to everybody that i talk to is it music is it the scriptures is it hearing the testimony of others has it been girls camp or you know what have what has been maybe would you identify as the number one contributing factor to where you are right now in your faith in christ what do you think sawyer um for me i'd say it's probably other people's testimonies Mm -hmm. and experiences with the gospel because sometimes like because you read the same scriptures over and over and sometimes it can feel like unconnected and so like hearing other people's testimonies of how their faith has grown and how experiences they've had have shaped their testimonies can help me to acknowledge ways that it has also affected me help you see a bigger picture yeah i love that brooklyn that's that's what i was going to say essentially um yeah my leaders and my peers testimonies have really helped build mine um but also you mentioned music, and music is also one that I always feel the spirit when I'm listening to um, uplifting and mm-hmm. church music. Mm-hmm. Um, it happens a lot, so. Do you know, I'm thinking of um, Cody Johnson, you know, who <laughs> he is the country singer. Yeah. He's got some uplifting songs. Yeah. Uh, Till You Can't. Uh-huh. Uh, that is just amazing. I love that song. Yeah, I, I love that. And then there's another, oh, Dear Rodeo. I haven't heard that one. You haven't heard Dear Rodeo? He's done a documentary, and it's called Dear Rodeo, and it talks about his personal faith and his own journey. I couldn't recommend it more highly. Okay, I will have to go yeah, watch that. Yeah, and then listen to the, the music, Dear Rodeo. Because he did rodeo as a young man. Mm-hmm. It didn't really work out for him. And so he had to kind of say goodbye to that, and he kind of likened the song to maybe saying goodbye to a relationship. Mm-hmm. And um, it was really hard for him. Couldn't recommend that more highly. Wonderful. Um, let me ask you about social media, because I would be terrified to have kids right now <laughs> in middle and high school with a social media pressure. How you handled that? What has worked for you? So you've mentioned that you didn't, even have that a part of your life till this yeah. past year. But tell me your insights. and. Um, I don't know. I've just kind of watched how it affects people around me. Like, it's become such a huge part of everyone's lives. Like, even now, I just got it this year, and I already, like, need to see it, like, every day. I don't know. Like, it's hard. It's a hard thing to have. It is. It, it makes you, yeah. It makes you 
judge yourself, it makes you judge others, and I don't know. I think it's a good way to connect, but I don't know. I agree. It does make you judge yourself, and mostly in a negative way, mm -hmm. right? Oh, man, I don't have pictures like that, or I didn't have that kind of experience. I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just tough. What do you think, Brooke? I think the biggest problem is how addicting it is, mm -hmm. and I can't, like, I'm addicted myself. I won't say I'm not, because, I mean, it's bad, and everyone around me is also, um, and it's it's sad to see sometimes when I'm not on my phone because everyone else is just on their phone absorbed in their phone and i think it really has sometimes it makes you lose connections actually rather than build them like it's supposed to um yeah and yeah sometimes i just want to throw my phone out mm -hmm. the window and well, sad. make everyone else throw their phone out yeah. the window so we can actually you know have something a good time. that's to help us be more connected really does mm -hmm. quite the opposite yeah yeah, totally. Yeah. How did you guys fare over COVID, not being able to be engaged with other people? I mean, our phone, my phone was definitely a, a good thing during yeah. COVID. Because um, I don't think without those connections that I made, I actually, like, started dating my boyfriend over COVID. Because um, we were talking so much, just texting. Um, and... I feel like I did build a lot of good, solid relationships during that time just because we couldn't couldn't see each other, so we resorted to calling and texting and making sure that everyone was okay. Um, and I I really enjoyed that part of it. Otherwise, COVID sucked, but... Yeah, it did. Um, yeah. Thank you again for your honesty. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Sawyer? How did you fare over COVID? Yeah, I agree. It made a... It made it easier to reach out to people and still like talk to them and connect with them even though you can't really see them. And I mean, I I just became closer with my family over COVID, I think, because mm -hmm. we could be together, we were together a lot. I think that was really nice and yeah. Wow. I think it was really hard on a lot of kids who maybe didn't have that opportunity to engage with other people and felt so isolated. Yeah, I saw that in my little siblings. Did you? They yeah. kind of lost their minds, yeah. especially with the whole online school, with just yeah. not being able to see anybody. Right, being a classroom. And their behavior definitely portrayed mm -hmm. it, and it was hard for the entire family to deal with all of it. Yeah. So we're glad that it's everything's getting back to normal. <sighs> I am too. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, I have one final question for you. Um, usually I ask what message someone would share with their posterity, but I'm just going to simply ask you what message you would share with young men and young women who are younger than you, who are maybe just starting high school. What, what advice would you have for them to have a successful high school experience? I think the biggest part of my high school experience that made it the best was the friends that I made. And all of the all of those friends were members of the church and I'm not saying that the best of friends are members of the church, but having that backbone throughout high school of people that had my same values and supported me in what I believed in, um that really helped me all throughout high school. I mean, there was, you know, other friend drama, but in the end like the people that I made friends with became 
my very best friends and the reason that I wanted to go to school every day. Um, so I think being able to go to a friend's house or a, a church activity, you pretty much know what's going to happen and not going to happen, mm -hmm. right? And you don't, you know, you can take that kind of anxiety off the table that it's going to be a pretty healthy environment yeah. and no pressure to do something that you might not want to do. Thank you, Brooklyn. I like that. So develop a good circle of friends with the same values. Yes. Chances are they're going to be LDS, you yeah. know, at this stage. Good. Thank you. How about you, Sawyer? Um, yeah, I agree with that. And I also want to add, like, for the people entering high school, that you shouldn't put as much importance on things that you think, like, are the only thing that matter. Like, for me, I spend a lot of time doing homework and stressing about, like, did I do well on this test? And if I didn't, it, like, stressed me out. But it's not, like, that's not everything, and it's, you should just move on and... I don't know, focus on things that really matter rather than getting held up in small things that aren't going to matter in the long run. I like that. Keep your perspective. What it ha Do your parents help you keep your perspective, or how do you get grounded in that? <laughs> yeah, my, my parents weren't too... They didn't put too much pressure on me getting good grades or anything. They always just encouraged me to do my best and... To, they did help me like focus on things that really mattered and look having me look at the bigger picture and just not worrying about small little pieces of drama or um, bad test grades or anything. They helped me look at the big picture and make sure that my focus was on that. That's fantastic. Keep that perspective throughout your life because there's just a lot of things... Um, that can really trip us up that really don't matter. And I think, um, at least for me at my age, I, very little matters to me anymore. <laughs> it's relationships, right? Yeah. It's loving other people. It's building other people. And um, those are the things, you know, that really matter. Of course, we got to get our work done. Of course, we got to <laughs> apply and do our best in everything that we do. But that's going to look different day to day. Mm -hmm. um, and so you just kind of keep that in mind. Well, listen, I can't tell you how impressed I am and how grateful I am for sharing your thoughts and a little bit of your story for these past few years. And I can guarantee you every ward member is just just uh, blown away um, about what outstanding young woman that you are. I wish we had the other two with us today, um, but maybe another time. So yeah. thank you so much for coming by today. And if you're a new Big sister today, congratulations on that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for everything. Thank you. Thank you.